amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. everyone. Thank you for joining me and my guest who's joining me on Mystics, Oracles, and Divination Radio Show. I'm your host, Cooch Daniels. I'm a lifelong professional intuitive tarot reader and palm reader. Actually, I sometimes say I'm a tarot addict because I don't seem to be able to stop pulling cards. Interestingly, I thought I'd pull a tarot card for our show, and the card that I selected intuitively is the world. It bodes well for finding fulfillment of desires and completion of projects and kind of 
being able to go out into the world and be more social. There's so much chaos in the world at the present time. Before I ever go out in the world, I try to do a chant. To think, well, what do mystics do? They spend a lot of time chanting and meditating. So a chant for protecting yourself in the world and for asking protection for the world. I'm just going to say it right now because I want to put the energy into my show. It's Om Loka Samasta Sukhino Bhavantu. May everyone in the world find peace and be safe and protected. So, once again, hi everybody. <laughs> this is Cooch. And today I've I just thought it'd be really fun to talk with Victor Daniels, my partner in crime, because we've written uh four or five books together. I can't even remember how many. And he's the co-creator of my newest re- our newest release, which is Sacred Mysteries, the Chakra Oracle Deck. And today we're going to be talking with Victor, and I'm going to be picking his brain about chakras and trying to find out more why it's important or why it's valuable to um, understand chakras and maybe connect with your inner chakras and take that, take more of an interest in what that philosophy is all about. So Right now, I'm going to bring Victor on. Hey, Victor, are you are you connecting with me? Here I am. Yay! So, how did you first find out about chakras? What is your background in chakras, Victor? Well, I think probably the starting point would have been pre-chakras, and uh, the oh, as I began to get into humanistic psychology, humanistic and existential psychology, one of the central figures in that field was Abraham Maslow and his hierarchy of needs, and which he talked about survival needs, which are the basic things that we need in order to survive physiological needs, etc., and then ultimately moving up to being needs which have to do with self-realization and the, in his words, the further reaches of human nature, the, the higher kinds of impulses. So some time with that, some years with that, and then I don't really recall exactly where or when I first ran into chakras, uh, but the, the in encountering Harish Shohari, who was your teacher and my teacher and Peter Veltavrida's teacher. Peter, as uh, some of the some of you listeners might know, is a world-class Dutch artist who paints in the Indian classical tradition. And we were all students of Harish's up in, for about 20 years, up until about 1999, when he dropped his body. And Harish was the central figure in the second half of the 20th century in terms of bringing knowledge about the chakras to the West. So it was it was a wonderful privilege to have the opportunity to work with him and talk with him. It became obvious, it became apparent to me that the chakras and the and Maslow's hierarchy of needs were closely connected, and I suspect that Maslow had run across the chakras. Uh, he w- had a very wide-ranging intellect, and he had probably run across them, and that influenced him in putting together his conceptions. I think it's also clearly the case that uh, there are a great many dimensions of the chakras that went beyond anything that Maslow had had thought about well, or be, done. You, 
can I interrupt you? You're talking a lot about psychology, and this is one of our ongoing uh, debates, is is it psychology or spirituality when we're looking at chakras? Because I would like you to talk about what chakras are in relation to the tantric tradition instead of making comparisons with a psychological tradition that's much more recent than the chakras, which go back many hundreds of years. Well, there's a, there's a dualist, uh, there's a dualism in the framing of, of the discussion as psychology or spirituality. And for me, it's not a distinction that holds up the, I think that uh, there are psychological dimensions in spirituality and there are spiritual dimensions in psychology and uh, they're, they're on a kind of continuum. And uh, so, yes, we we certainly, uh, I, I certainly want to look at whatever is important for a person that may be psychological, may be spiritual, may be some combination of both for them. Would you describe the chakras or give people a little definition? Some of our audience might not be so familiar with them and just, some people might want to refresh your course a little bit. So can you tell us what the chakras are? Sure. Well, there are seven central chakras, and then there are a couple of uh, uh, very esoteric variations on the seventh chakra that, but, that we won't go into. But the first, the, the notion of the chakras is that they, they are descriptive of energy, uh, of, of a kind of psycho-spiritual energy that uh, can that is conceptualized in Indian tradition uh, and the tantric tradition as a snake sleeping, a coiled serpent sleeping at the base of the spine. And well, that's then, the kundalini. Uh, yeah, the kundalini, and then that kundalini can be activated and move upward through the chakras. And even though you probably don't want me to do so, I'll, I'll mention that, in a sense, the the uh, the energy, the the energy that's described in the tradition of the chakras, is actually uh, very similar to what Sigmund Freud talked about in terms of libido, uh, like uh, which a kind of psychosexual energy, which can be developed in various ways. But to go back to your question, the first chakra has to do with security, security and insecurity, fear and courage, uh, does uh, like tension and relaxation, uh, and it's it's very basic. Uh, Do do I feel relaxed in the world? Do I feel grounded? Do I feel able to to cope with with what comes? Or am I always a little anxious and on edge and insecure and uh, uh, perhaps... um, not taking full responsibility for myself, whereas uh, the and it's this again. Uh, I, I want to avoid the dualisms uh, when I sp- I speak of the endpoints of secure or insecure. They're really endpoints of a continuum that ranges from one to another, and there are a variety of subdimensions that uh, Cooch and Peter and I have have analyzed, and for each one of the chakras uh, that goes along that continuum. So that's chakra one, security and insecurity. And and where is that located? That's located uh, well the um, uh, the anus. Uh, the the basic. I love the it, sir. He just gets right to the. And it's actually like right next to it. It's not really that 
um, you know, I don't know. Well, we, you know, who knows? It's, it's also said that uh, uh, it has been pointed out that the last words a uh, pilot says that are recorded on a black box when a plane goes down is usually, oh, shit. Well, that doesn't mean that that's the first chakra where the location well, is. It, it's at the bottom of the spine. It's the well, root we chakra. Argue. Let's, let's I, I think it's great. Chakra. This is how people who write together, when they start dialoguing, they, you know, it, it becomes obvious that words, we want to hit each other over the head with hammers once in a while. But um, <laughs> I would say maybe just the base of the spine is a better de- definition, Victor. But okay, so we're going to the second chakra? Ah, yes, the base of the spine. The first chakra is the base of the spine. And we will go to the second chakra. Oh, that's politically incorrect to use accents anymore, isn't it? God, I'm just going to have to be, like, reprimanding you all night. Oh, yes. Well, I'm I'm bad. You know, I mean, but you knew that already. That's why I like you. So there we are into the second chakra, relationships. And uh, the uh, the relationships, and uh, of course, uh, in the tantric tradition, everybody in the West thinks about what what is in uh, real people who are really into tantra speak about left-handed chakra, left-handed tantra, and right-handed tantra. And uh, left-handed tantra has to do with with divine sexuality and. Uh, the the tantra yoga um tantric sex uh, which uh involves very often the partners matching their breathing to each other being very attentive to what's going on with the partner as well as what's going on with yourself rather than being into doing your own thing and getting your own pleasure and basically the partner being just an object for you Uh, so there are very specific kinds of sexual postures even that go with second chakra such as maituna in which the um, in which one partner uh, sits uh, in which both partners sit up uh, with and one has their legs circled around the other and can remain in that that position for a long period of time so that's left-handed chakra uh, but you're, sorry, you're leaving out chakra. one of the main ingredients for tantric sexuality which is uniting with god through having a, uh, an intimate connection because god is the the root of having that kind of an experience it's it's to reach God realization. Well, if you're for... if you're working with it from an Indian tradition, yes. If you're working with it from a um, from a Western perspective, that typically gets left out, uh, and so it's very important, as you mentioned, to bring it in. Uh, other aspects of the second chakra include creativity. Uh, and also uh, flash and dash and celebrity status and uh, being well-known and uh, all of the stuff that you get on Entertainment Tonight and all of those kinds of things, the, 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 the Hollywood glitz and glamour. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, 
international long-distance shamanic healing sessions. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Shamanic healing is the key to personal empowerment. Why? All four levels of our being, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, must be addressed for us to enjoy balanced, healthy, abundant lives. Yet there are few provisions for spiritual or energetic healing. Shamanism, found at the root of all cultures, is a very effective spiritual healing modality. To find quality shamanic healing you can trust, regardless of where you live, look no further than find your Path Home Long Distance Shamanic Healing Program. All Path Home Long Distance Healing Practitioners have been trained and certified through Path Home Shamanic Heart School. Change your life. Live abundantly. Schedule a long-distance shamanic healing session with Gwilda Wiecka or one of her quality practitioners today at findyourpathhome.com. We're back, and you're listening to Cooch on the amazingly fun and wonderful um, Mystics, Oracles, and Divination radio show. I'm hoping you're enjoying it. And we're talking with um, Victor Daniels, who's um, co-author of Sacred Mysteries, the Chakra Oracle, and Awakening the Chakras, the Seven Energy Centers in Your Daily Life, and we're trying to find out more about chakras. Uh, we've kind of just touched base a little bit, talking about what the first and second chakra is. So, Victor, we're back to looking at the third chakra. And what is the third chakra, please? Well, I'd like to I'd like to switch gears just a little in the way that we're doing this. Um, I was aware during our break that I had been pretty much monologuing about the first two chakras, and I'd rather we move into a dialogue in which there's more discussion back and forth between us rather than just. 
Yes. I agree. I agree totally, and we'll certainly do that as best as we know how. So, but the question still is: Do you want to talk about the third chakra? Since you're talking about sure. telling us so, what the sure. chakras are. Third chakra, basically, um, I'll say less, and then you can you can come in uh, with the uh, third chakra, basically having to do with power and the various manifestations. Uh, one aspect of power is like a person uh, having the ability to uh, to accomplish, to do, uh, to move forward in life. Uh, the other uh, versus versus the other end of the continuum being having a hard time getting energy mobilized like that. Uh, another, uh, can, like another aspect can be that uh, power can be uh, like a domination, attempting to be top dog, to step on others, to be number one. And uh, the, the other side of that can be what I call sometimes, and I call that the alpha complex. person needs to be alpha. And at the other end, there's a doormat complex. A person feels like uh, they need to give away to let other people be number one, etc. So that's the essence of the, the fourth chakra, of the third chakra, uh, has well, to do with power. Do you have comments? Well, my question to you is, what about if we're looking at the chakras in relation to a spiritual quest? What would the third chakra, how can we work with our third chakra? Or what, what issues might be there for us? And well, where is the location of the third be, chakra? Uh, allowing, uh, like, it's important to realize that, uh, that uh, various dimensions are centered in one chakra but not exclusive to them so there the movement uh, the movement from the third to the fourth chakra involves and uh, involves allowing and helping other people to experience their power and their strength and so that would be a part of part of spirituality is beginning to let go of the ego that it's all about me and i have to have what i want and so i but don't we have to have self-esteem and 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 really look at what we want instead of ignore what we want to be able to be centered? Absolutely. But that's different from it being all about ego, from me being uh, I want to get what I want to the exclusion of you getting what you want. The uh, key, the, the, as you well know, well, Hari Shahari, who, who was our teacher in regard to chakras, uh, said to us one time, 95% of the people in the world live out their whole lives in the first, the first three chakras, and they very seldom ever make it over into fourth chakra impulses. And uh, the fourth chakra has to do with service and uh, being oh, wait, jealous. Wait, wait, we haven't people. let people... Victor, you want me to interrupt you and have a dialogue, so we haven't really told people where the second and the third chakras are. So when we're looking at the spine, you're going up the spine... And you want to give more specifics about that? Go ahead. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, the third chakra that we were just talking about is uh, by the solar plexus. And the second is the sacral area. So we're kind of like moving up our spine. And it's interesting to me that there's a space between the chakras. And my serious question, and I'm really questioning this, is not just trying to pick your brain for the audience's sake, it's for my sake, which is what's going on in the space between the third chakra and the fourth chakra, because that is a huge jump in relation to going from more personal needs to start looking more at the world and moving towards compassion or heart energy in the fourth chakra. But what, what's going on in the space between the third and the fourth chakra? 
before we start well, talking about there are different topic. there are different ways of conceptualizing the whole thing and that relates to that question one one way of conceptualizing the chakra system is that the chakras are are things entities in a sense uh, and that there is something uh, there is quote a space unquote between between uh, any two chakras and another way of uh, another way of conceptualizing it is to say that um, that chakras are are uh, energy forms that and that the chakra system is in a sense a conceptual way of representing things that exist in a non-distinct non-dualistic way within within the self so that the uh, there are elements of uh, of all of the chakras in every chakra and what's going on in 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 your in your words in the spaces between them is in a sense it's the well take for example the the whole notion of autonomy and self-determination uh, well that that begins to manifest in the first chakra as uh, a person like the first chakra, uh, a person who feels secure within themselves has some sense of autonomy, has some sense of, of self-determination, takes responsibility, whereas a person who doesn't is likely to uh, blame other people and shuffle off uh, the responsibility on them. You get into the second chakra, and there again, we have, does, does, am I dependent on others for my sense of myself and my validation, or am I, uh, am I taking responsibility for my own self do I'm moving toward knowing who I am in relationship with you do I have clear boundaries the whole set of, of boundary issues uh, of, of where do I leave off and where do you begin is important second chakra and important um, important in that same dimension you get into third chakra and again we take that whole autonomy uh, and self-determination issue and and do I give up my willingness to to my will my own my own uh, willingness to be myself and to be strong and to go after what I want, or do I actively assert that? And do I uh, do I uh, actively assert it uh, to a, a given point and then help you in developing it as well, so that we begin moving into fourth chakra? So I don't I don't actually conceive of a space between. I conceive of, of energies that are uh, present to a much greater degree and a lesser degree, and I think that's what the whole notion of the, the, the conception of balancing the chakras is about, of finding ways, the, uh, balancing the energies within a chakra and also balancing the ways in which they manifest between the different chakras. That make sense to you? Um, it sounds really. I will. I'm a Libra, so the word balance is key in everything I do, almost. So I, I have to think about it, you know, a, a while. But yes, it makes sense. Uh, initially, to, to me, it's uh, it, it's like uh, unusual to think about spaces between. But um, you know, I haven't, and uh, so um, maybe maybe if I do so. Um, I will have better answers to your questions, and something will begin to. What do you do? Do you have conceptions about that? Do you have thoughts about that? That's why I was asking. <laughs> it's because I'm trying to like. It's like what's going on with when you're not in a chakra, but if the energy is truly transcending up the spine, what's happening with the energy when the, when they're kind of going bet- when it's going between two chakras as far as 
Is well, there like a, an electrical current? Kind of I'm sorry. It said that the fourth chakra is kind of a master controller that regulates no, the I think energies that's a, of all of I the think other that's chakras. A, that's the sixth chakra that's the master controller. That's what oh, I've heard. Oh, okay. Well, we've, been, we, we, we've read different authors, I guess, or heard different gurus. Um, anyway, whatever, whatever, whoever or wherever the master is, uh, the, the notion is that, uh, uh, that different, for different situations, uh, different degrees of energy and ways of using those energies of the various chakras uh, are in focus. And one will be dominant and others will be secondary. And then that will change in other kinds of conceptions and situations. And it will also change from one person to another. Uh, most people tend to have a chakra that, a chakra that they most dominantly operate from. And uh, uh, the, so the notion of like moving up into a greater spirituality and transcendence uh, involves also always developing other energy, the energies of the other chakras as well as your dominant one. Okay, so if we're looking at moving from the third to the fourth chakra, mm-hmm. do you have any techniques or methods that you use to help people go from one chakra to pull, pull the energy up? Well, uh, at third and fourth, there's there's a whole lot of them. Um, uh, and on one that kind of bridges the fourth and fifth is that, uh, uh, like, I used to be very personally very heavily into um, uh, wanting to be right about things. And I have found that... Uh, uh, that some of the languages that we use can be important. Uh, I one of my favorite phrases anymore is, of course, I may be mistaken, and uh, that that has the nice feature that it's disarming uh, to people, and it also opens the possibility for them to uh, conceive of, okay, what do, what do I think about this? How how am I doing here? Rather than me feeling um, uh, like, uh, rather than them feeling that they have to uh, accept my dominance and things, we one of the things, as as you know, you and I have have conceptualized in uh, in awakening the chakras, uh, the uh, the book awakening the chakras. For every chakra, we we have a section on the the bright side, the gifts and strengths of the chakra, and we also have a, a section on the dark side, uh, the issues and challenges. Victor, we're going to come back in uh, just a couple minutes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 20 Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Eight years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com, or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Hi, everybody. We're back and we're talking about the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. And I'd like to start this um, segment of our talk with a quote from our teacher, Harisho Hari, who said this about the fourth chakra. The love and compassion of fourth chakra persons make them a source of inspiration to others who can find peace and calm in their presence. Fourth chakra persons help everyone feel secure in their presence. So, once again, we're talking with Victor Daniels, and he has been a teacher at Sonoma State University, a professor for 40 years. And he is now going to talk a little bit more about the fourth chakra before we go to the fifth. So, Victor, what, can, what insights can you give us about the fourth chakra? Well, I'll add something to that quote from Harish, and that's uh, uh, in, in our section on the, on the bright side of the fourth chakra, the gifts and strengths that, that, we have, that we have stated are loving others and even other living beings, knowing that such love fills up one's own heart and enriches life regardless of how it is received or what is returned. The ability so to it's selfless or unconditional. Heart. That means it's selfless yeah. and unconditional. 
Mm-hmm. And we have, for every one of the chakras, we have a, a table of possibilities. And at that table, we have the opportunities and the obstacles for each chakra. Again, not conceptualized as a dualism, but as a continuum. And I'll just read the, opera, the, the uh, opportunities side of the table for fourth chakra, which ties into your question about how do, we, how do you move upward through the chakras. So the opportunities with the fourth chakra are overflowing love, selfless love, empathic and compassionate, kind and altruistic, nurturing to others and self, conscious awareness in the present, attentive to spirit, open-hearted, gives and receives easily, emotionally forgiving, and looks on the sunny side. And then the obstacles, in a sense, are the, uh, are the opposite of those. So by paying attention to, uh, like, uh, any anyone... Uh, you, I, and uh, you, you, the listener, you can, you can ask yourself, okay, um, what, uh, how do I find that the opportunities, uh, the, the obstacles characterize myself, and where I see that um, I'm, uh, well, let's see, anxious for love, um, uh, careless of the needs of others, mental fog. If, if you see one of those kinds of things, then you can and find it in, your, in some of what you do. You can look across to the other side, to the opportunities, and then we, we offer a whole spectrum of specific exercises. It includes meditations, uh, mantras, uh, and uh, things in the, the mental realm, the physical realm, the emotional realm. Actually, our other book, The, the Sacred Mysteries of Chakra Oracles, is more explicit in terms of for each chakra dealing with the mental realm and the physical and the emotional realms and the, the active or behavioral realms and what can you do with each one of those things. And we actually have that broken down by we've got seven cards in each chakra. And so the, the fourth chakra cards are uh, acceptance and balance, uh, service, uh, love. And, and I'll say that, uh, well, no, I won't. She might be embarrassed if I said it. Uh, well, I'll say it anyway. The, the, no, uh, no, if I, I'm going to be embarrassed, please don't say it. I, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> okay. want to be embarrassed. Please. It, it, was, <laughs> it, it could be an embarrassment right. that lasts so, forever. Uh, I have a good friend who um, who every week goes around to Costco and other places and uh, picks up uh, picks up food that they don't need and takes it to a variety of homeless shelters in the area. And so that's service. That's a four chakra kind of thing. And then we've also got um, uh, the sort of the negative side, illusion. Uh, and illusion and ignorance, and so coping with those, and then providing the we provide specific exercises for coping with those, and uh, that's uh, that I think is more than the generalities is looking at what specific dimensions. Uh, a lot of people in in looking at all of the chakras, they think, oh, okay, um, power, third chakra, but without getting down to, to what specific aspects of power uh, are important to them. And likewise with the fourth, uh, what, what specific dimensions are that? So we, we think in terms of ascending energies that help us move upward and then also uh, and, and move to, toward a more spiritual sense of things. And then there's also descending energies. How do we get caught in other kinds of energies that tend to bring us down and get in the way of the ascending spiritual energies? Um, okay, well, as far as uh, ascending in the fourth chakra is letting go of our personal needs enough to hear the needs of others 
And uh, you, wh- one one of the things that Kuch and I both do that I think has contributed to our being uh, married for 42 years is that both of us often will go to a place of saying, okay, uh, I'm going to put the other person's needs ahead of mine and uh, help them get what they want. And then, Well, my uh, need, I have a need own. right now, Victor. Victor, I have a need to go to the fifth chakra and talk about the power of communication. Shoot. <laughs> No, I want I want to hear your comments. It's it's what is the healing oh, okay. power that what are the healing right. well, I'd like to know about the healing power of the fifth chakra as well as what is the fifth chakra, but communication there's got to be a healing that comes through the fifth chakra. Mm-hmm. Our ability to heal one another or through our communications and even having a radio right. show. It's like it's it's not for just to talk. There's got to be something of value. So we're mm-hmm. giving a has to be something to raise other people's people. consciousness. The the uh, often fifth chakra is said to center around truth. Uh, am I speaking truth, or am I um, am I lying to myself or to other people, and in some way or another? Uh, also, the uh, very the very obvious kind of thing: does a person speak clearly and accurately, or express himself poorly and blocked, and have a hard time doing it? Um, do is does what I say help you feel better, or does it uh, does it contribute to you feeling worse? Very important, huh? Um, communication in in depth that brings in the depths of who I am and responds to the depths of who you are, or does it stay at a surface level? And then there's the opposite. There's the the concept. If if what I if all I have to say is to talk about trivia, then silence may be better. Uh, silence is an essential part of meditation. Every truly spiritual teacher knows when to become silent. Uh, so those are all elements of the fifth chakra. Um, there's, okay, uh, we, the we have fifth, a little quick. We, we need Go to, ahead, sure. Wait, I'm going to interrupt you again because. For people who don't know, the fifth chakra, is, the center is right in the middle of the throat, but it goes down towards the heart chakra or the fourth chakra, and it goes goes up higher probably because it also includes hearing. So it's it, it kind of moves the fifth chakra. It's not just centered in the throat. It has a, a dimension that is much larger than just one little circle of energy. Yeah, and we have one sentence, and in a sense sums it up, speaks clearly with wisdom in ways that engage others, balanced between the mind and the heart. And I think that sums up what the fifth chakra is about. Uh, there's, do you have more to say, Coach? Well, uh, I think the fifth chakra balances our elements in our body, all of the earth, air, fire, and water, they're balanced in the throat chakra because we start moving up more into a spirit energy when we start going up to our higher centers or start going up the spine. And the best way that you can raise your potential is to help others through your own communication. So when you talk about service, which we talked about in the fourth chakra, when you start benefiting others through communication, that that helps pull your energy higher. That's one of the benefits of um, when you're talking about how do I move higher into higher centers or awaken higher centers. 
Right. So the questions become, how do I use my speaking in ways that are beneficial for me and others? And one of the keys there is to be very attentive to any time I say something that um, I'm not sure that what I'm saying is completely. And uh, the other is to pay attention to when am, am I am I am I gossiping? Am I uh, uh, going into a chatterbox kind of uh, like a silence and perhaps simply attending to you would be more appropriate than uh, keeping my own vocal cords flapping. Or maybe the balance comes in again. Mm-hmm. So then, then the sixth chakra, which comes, uh, which is a a step beyond the fifth, and there we get into intuition. And uh, Cooch is really more of a master of the intuitive faculty than I am. So I'm going to turn that one over and suggest that you do the uh, principal statement about sixth chakra. Well, if I was talking about the sixth chakra, I would never bring in the word word master because to get into a higher center, you've got to really not not attach yourself to being like a master. I mean, mm-hmm. once you're really That's a master, I don't think you have to. Or, well, I, so not, I would never say that about myself. I think the way to open a higher center or the sixth chakra is to be, you've got to be more detached from ego or try to start looking at how to be more humble to focus on other people's needs instead of your own. Mm-hmm. The ultimate ego challenge. Well, talking about ego challenge, so what is the ego challenge for the sixth chakra then? Well, the ego ch- one of the big ego challenges which uh, we have seen in one guru after another is uh, imagining themselves to be more enlightened than they really are and then getting locked in that conception of themselves and selling that self-conception to their gurus rather than the kind of, of humility that uh, goes with the, uh, the, the, the genuine spiritual adepts. Well, that's a whole other discussion that could take hours and get a lot of people riled up, because if, <laughs> when someone's totally attached to their guru, they believe in their guru, and if someone else, there's always people that don't believe in other people's gurus and want to put them down or say something like, you know, you're part of a cult or other things. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? 
The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Hi, everybody. We're back, and you're listening to uh, Mystics, Oracles, and Divination Radio Show. I'm your host, Cooch Daniels, and we're looking at the system, the tantric system of chakras, and just trying to get a little more insight into what they're about. And I'm talking with my guest, Victor Daniels, who... Victor, before we start talking about the sixth and seventh chakra, do you want to tell people your website? So if they have before the end of the show, let's let's give you a little commercial uh, plug right here. How about letting people know about your websites or maybe the websites for the chakra book and the oracle that you've written? 
And then yeah, we'll, let's focus uh, on the websites for the chakra, the the uh, chakras, and the oracle book. And uh, uh, there's actually three websites that I think will be especially useful to people. One of them is called uh, chakracards.net, and that's the Sacred Mysteries Oracle Deck site. At C H A K R A chakra cards C A R D S all lowercase all one word dot net and we've tried to make all three of these sites really beautiful I think you'll enjoy them. The second one is awakeningthechakras dot com and uh, all one word all lowercase awakeningthechakras dot com and uh, that is is a book um, uh, all about the. Uh, about that book and um, then the third one uh, for those of you who are heavily into the tarot we've done a really beautiful integration of uh, uh, we've, we've developed a number of, of uh, new new techniques and methods that uh, are included in our most recent tarot book which is com. You run all of those words together in all, all lowercase, all one letter, com. We also have an earlier Tarot book called Tarot d'Amour, Find Love, Sex, and Romance in the Cards, uh, but we don't have a website for that one. We have some links to the book itself and those others. So then I'd like to go on and uh, from there and mention the um, uh, the gifts and strengths of the sixth chakra, um, in particular. Well, let's tell people uh, where the, where the sixth chakra is located. It's it's also the third eye. It's called the third eye. That's right, where people, the third people eye. talk about their third eye. So it's in the um, middle of your forehead. Oh, and I'll I'll bring in one psychological item. Uh, it's a point where psychology and spirituality are closely linked. One of the one of the obstacles, one of the the pitfalls in the sixth chakra, is that people can become sure that they know what's really going on with another person, attached to their own um, uh, psychic omnipotence or their conceptions of psychic omnipotence, and. Uh, a problem that often crops up is that people get their own projections and their own imaginings and guesses about other people mixed up with what's really going on with the other person. And so uh, checking that out becomes essential to developing your own your own six chakra intuitive power. So if I think I know something that's going on with you, I will ask you, you know, I'm guessing that how what you're feeling now is, or whatever words and language I want to use, is that right? Check it out with them. And if they say no, well, I may as well take that as my reality, uh, or at least the reality that I communicate with them about and uh, keep my own counsel about the other thing. And if, I say, if they say yes, then, well, that helps, me, uh, that helps me distinguish. Okay, I gradually learn what are the kinds of situations where I am projecting and what are the kinds of situations where my intuition is accurate and helps me along that spiritual path. Coach, your turn. Well, I would like to just disagree a little bit because for people who are opening their third eye, there has to be some... Victor and I often disagree, so it's it's nothing new here. (laughs) What do you mean we disagree? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Nothing, dear. But (laughs) if you're opening your third eye, you have to... 
you have to affirm that you can be intuitive, that you can trust your intuition, that you don't have to second guess or ask other people permission to use it and or if it's right or not right. You just, but you don't have to like hit over the hit other people over the head with what you're intuiting, or if people give you a weird look, maybe you need to like rethink what you're intuiting. If you say something to them and they glare at you and want to send daggers, maybe you're not using your intuition in a way that's going to be received with grace. So everything has a learning curve, including how to open your third eye or how to use your intuition. So I would disagree. I I agree with Victor that uh, it's good to double check what we're thinking with people. If I'm doing a reading for someone, I often want to make sure that I'm taking them in the place that is comfortable and I'm not stepping on their toes or I'm not saying something that is totally wrong. So I, I do get people to give me affirmative thumbs up or make sure that, you know, help guide me to make sure that I'm going in a direction that's comfortable but on another level, if I feel something so strongly, for instance, I'm feeling someone's pain in their back and I feel that they're having some kind of health issues, if, you know, if I'm feeling it and it's in my body and I'm linked with the person I'm doing a reading for, that's so real to me. I don't have to ask permission. I, I'll say, do you have, you know, I'm feeling something going on in your lower back or something. I'm, well, and then a, what you do, I've, I've, you know, we, I've, I've uh, heard you do a lot of readings in places where we've been doing gigs together, uh, tarot readings together, and then you take that intuition and you start talking about it with them. You may not explicitly, uh, you may not explicitly ask, "Is that right?" But you just act as if it's right, and um, and you get a positive response. So I would say that that a person can, you know, use either the approach that you describe or the approach that I describe uh, as a, in terms of what feels, what, what suits them, but just remain open to whatever, whatever kind of evidence comes in, and um, uh, gradually that faculty is likely to develop. Well, my intuition is telling me we should go from the sixth chakra up to the crown or the seventh chakra before we run out of time, because the seventh chakra is one of our highest it is the highest center that people talk about when they're talking about the seven chakras. What do you, what insights do you want to share with us about the seventh chakra, Victor? Well, the, I think one of the crucial insights is that it's a place where, uh, where words cannot fully describe uh, what's occurring. There's the analogy of there being a wall, and we're standing on one side of it, and people who have been to the other side uh, come back smiling, and uh, we say, what can you tell me about the place? And they say, well, there's, you know, you've you got to go there really to fully understand it. Uh, metaphorically, it's a place where there is a, 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 a great, wonderful, illuminating light and rainbow and shining brightness that fills up our lives um, and uh, there's the issue and challenge is to think that you're um, more enlightened than you actually are that, that's a continuation of the six chakra problem but uh, really and, and also it's worth mentioning that that anyone that many people have little flashes 
of what might be considered to be seventh chakra consciousness. But uh, those flashes continuing for, uh, for you know, uh, a longer period of time really is a kind of a movement into that. And then finally, the, the last thing that I'd remark about is that um, one disagreement is some people, so, some people from some traditions talk about just going, the, the, the wonderful thing is just to go and hang out there in that seventh chakra. And others and other teachers say, well, there's the bodhisattva path, as the Buddhists conceived of it, which is uh, being in that chakra, having that awareness, and then coming back and doing what you can to lead other people to it as well. Well, that's a beautiful thought, because our our teacher, Harish Hari, said he couldn't really talk about it because you can't use words if, to describe what is beyond words. So it, it's really a place that you have to go to to understand. But it sounds like a wonderful, wonderful place to go. And I think Sometimes people, when they have psychedelic experience or out-of-body experiences, they talk about connecting with that highest center. Another thing that Harish said that is kind of really sweet, it's that we can't really open the crown chakra through our own efforts. It has to come through God opening that gateway because the only way you're going to get there is if God gives you the thumbs up. So... So it's definitely a spiritual center, just as the whole chakra system is an inner self-discovery pathway. It's not something that you do out in the world. It's really something that you work on inwardly through meditation and looking at um, how you can grow and become more understanding of how you're using the energy within you. And Victor, it's been great talking with you about all of these centers. And um, would do you have any parting insights before we're going to be? Sure. My parting insights is that uh, uh, that I encourage people to go to those three websites: uh, chakracards dot uh, dot net, awakeningthechakras dot com, and. Uh, com because they're both uh, well chakracards.net is very pretty doesn't have as much information the other two have a lot of information and they have lots of arrows and can be uh, helpful to people far more than I can in the last one minute of this conversation well Peter Viltervied is the illustrator of a lot of the art that you will see in the um, well in our cards he did the cards but it's also on our website and you can't it's just mind-blowing what he does. Thank you, everyone. It's time to go. I just want to give you all a big heartfelt hug for hanging in and being part of our show. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, 
Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.